Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin the Tuesday edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you for the next two hours. Going to have Jonathan Davis join us, the host of the Ice Cap on Sirius XM NHL, to talk all things puck at the top of hour number two. But Amal, a couple things I want to touch on. I saw Shane Steichen mm-hmm. this morning being introduced as the new head coach. It is official. I don't know what this means for Jeff Saturday. But Shane Steichen is, in fact, now the new head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And I don't know if he's caught any of it this morning, but he's got a reputation of kind of being a hard-ass, old school. Man was in tears. The man was driven to tears at his introductory press conference uh, uh, talking about, you know, Chris Ballard and, uh, the Earth State family and what it means. He he literally listed every member of the Eagles offense and said, I wouldn't be here without you guys. Went back to Phillip Rivers, his time there uh, with the Spanos family. And it kind of dawned on me, Amal, like we, we look at it like Sirianni's intro press conference two years ago now, right? Yep. I remember watching that going, this is a disaster. Not so. This one I go, wow, this looks like it's going to be a great hire. I have no idea. It is life-changing, though, for first-time head coaches – Getting that nod, if you will, right? It's almost yeah. like like the Godfather. Like you're getting the you're getting the tap, and you're getting promoted, and all of a sudden now this is your baby. How do you think a guy like a Shane Steichen, and how Colts fans are feeling today, and certainly we'll, we'll get into the futures market a little bit later on, what this might mean? But it it is like for Shane Steichen, this is the culmination of everything you've probably done in your adult life. 
Yeah, I look, I thought he was crying because he realized, man, after this, after I get fired in about three years, I never have to work again. I mean, what did he get? A five year, $25 million deal, probably? He's like, man, we're, we're set for life. 100%. Listen, I don't know about you, Dave. I come in here every day for the money. I don't come in here because I need to talk gambling with people. I got enough people I can talk gambling with. I thought you liked doing the show with me, and that's why we were here. I do, but it's not enough to come and do it on a voluntary basis. You got to get paid for it. Well, listen, I don't know too many people that are going to work for free. That's just my thing. But listen, any of these coaches, when they get brought in or they get hired on, mm-hmm. unless they're a proven commander like an Andy Reid going from Philadelphia to Kansas City eventually, or you know, someone you've seen have success, Dirk Vermeil, who went from the Eagles to the Rams, obviously a 14-year gap in between. To me, it's a situation where it appears like it's going to be a good move. It's going to work out, but... How, who knows how it's going to play out as we see right now, by the way, Cardinals are targeting Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon is a new head coach. So, wow. It, it, it'll be, look, my, my thing is this: so many times when people hire guys from uh, Saban's tree, I'm like, mm. you know, he's not bringing Bryce young and Will Anderson and these guys with him. That's the problem. And yeah. And college is about recruiting more than anything else at the NFL level. We'll see. Uh, they need a quarterback in Indianapolis. They've gone with the experiment of experienced guys that are on the way out. It hasn't worked out particularly well there. Let's see how things turn around. The offensive line a couple years ago was the best in the NFL. Where will they be at remains to be seen. Steichen is a local guy here in terms of played at UNLV. Yep. Uh, so wish him well. But again, I don't get enamored with any of these coaches getting hired because you got to see what you do once you get there. 150 to one right now in the futures market for the Colts to win the Super Bowl. One of the, the, the highest numbers, if you will, on the board. So they're not expecting great things from the Colts next year. But what it does say to me, though, is before you load up on the Eagles, Let's just, we don't know what's going to happen with Jonathan Gannon for the Cardinals job, if he gets that job. But if you're Nick Sirianni, first of all, this is, by the way, kudos to you, Nick Sirianni. This shows, and we'll find out if these coaches work out. But in two years, remember, Nick Sirianni was fired by Andy Reid. How about that back in the day? And now in two years, Sirianni's having his coaches poached, right? So all of a sudden, Shane Steichen is now the new guy with Indy. Possibly Jonathan Gannon could be the new guy in Arizona. Uh, I'm not saying it's all by your coordinators, but it makes you have to coach again if you're Nick Sirianni and then go get the next hires for still a guy now that would be going into year three. It's not like year 10 where I've established this tree and I can go pick guys. I wonder how this will affect the Eagles offense next year. Because Shane Steichen said one thing that really did stick out to me. They asked him about, you know, the reporter said, you know, what's this offense going to look like? And he goes, well, I got to figure out who the quarterback is. And he basically said in so many words, if I can summarize, What we did in Philly is we made the offense and built it around Jalen Hurts. I got to know who my quarterback is, and then I'll I'll form this offense around the talents of said quarterback. You know, Dave, I really like what you said there, and the reason why is because, to me, a lot of these guys take head coaching jobs just to take the job and take the money. And one of the best things that I heard in the collegiate level is, it's not about just taking a job. You know, Jay Wright used to say, don't leave happy. A friend of mine used to coach in the SEC. He was a basketball coach. And he goes, Jay Wright goes, look, if you're happy in your situation, don't leave for what you may deem to be greener pastures. I've seen so many coaches. Perfect example was Chris Ash, who went to Rutgers, ends up getting fired at Rutgers. Now he's just a vagabond, you know, linebackers coach. Great type point. Of, you know, so you move around. In Steichen's case, you don't have a Jalen Hurts there. Now, if it were me, depending on the situation and what they're offering you financially, I would sit there and say, who am I bringing in at the quarterback position? What does my team look like, not for 2023, but 24, 25 in terms of guys who are under contract? Jonathan Taylor is a tremendous tailback, but how much time do I have with him? How long is and how good is Quentin Nelson going to be still as effective? 
I think you got to look long term before you can go somewhere and expect to just be able to win. And I'll tell you one thing. They've got an uphill battle next year because you're going to have a rookie quarterback. No matter how good Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud turn out to be eventually, you're still in a situation where you've got a rookie and a young player. How effective is this Colts team going to be in this uh, season against a team like Jacksonville, who's on the up? Uh, Tennessee was competitive. So I, I don't know. Like, the job you want sometimes, I think you want to go into a little bit more of a ready-made situation than a situation or scenario where you go in and go, Man. I don't know. Exactly. The quarterback, you know, it's going to be dicey. Like, why it's filling in today for Kelly? I came in, I go, how's the show going to go? I don't know. I mean, we're going to find I, out, right? It's rolled by the, we're, he we're went hanging to, on by the seat of our pants. He's a UNLV guy. I didn't mm. set the expectations that high. Oh, kept oh whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what did I do today? And, and Sean and audio. I mean, we, you're, you're just shooting. Two UNLV guys. Firing firing like, shots all over. Congratulations, what? Shane Steichen, by the way. Yeah. Rep yeah, for Vegas yeah. strong. There you go. But I'm just messing with him. But, you know, my, my point being is that sometimes it's there's a variable. There's an unknown. That's, right. a, that's all it is. Nine to one, by the way, for the Eagles next year. So, again, you lose your OC. We'll find out about the D.C. Right. Uh, the Colts have the fourth pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. If you're Chris Ballard, mm -hmm. are you enabling Shane Steichen to make that pick? We're hearing – well, we're going to have a lot of time, time to talk between now and April – about all the gesticulations that are going to take place in this draft. There is a lot of scuttlebutt out there. That's a Navy term. For the Colts to be moving up to one to usurp the Texans and get the quarterback they want. Same division. That's the thing you got to remember. Like, the Colts and the Texans, same division. So, if, if I'm playing defense by playing offense, I want to get up to one, and then I card sharks freeze the Texans from being able to get their number one guy. I got a lot to address. First of all, <laughs> why is a former member of the USMC greatly served this country? And we appreciate your service. And I speak for everybody here. When I say that Dave Ross, for people that don't know, was in the Marine Corps. Hoorah. Why are you quoting the Naval? Right, Cause every time we got to go fight, they always give us a ride. <laughs> That's fair. All right. So I did you know, hear that in the Navy, a scuttlebutt's <laughs> one of their terms, but you know, to your point, I think if you're Ballard, you work, obviously, with Steichen. And I think that was one of the questions that was in the interview process. Yeah. Who are you thinking potentially? I, now, in Shane Steichen's defense, how much time has he really had an opportunity to review those guys? Probably not much. You've been preparing all season long. The one thing that I think it's going to be a challenge for him is that Jalen Hurts can erase a lot of the issues you have with the mobility. And he was flawless in terms of accuracy this yeah. year. I never in a million years would have thought – Jalen Hurts, the guy who had to be replaced for those 21 yards passing in the Georgia Dome against Georgia in that national championship game in the first half, would be at this level of a player from a passing accuracy standpoint. So who they decide to go with remains to be seen. Uh, I have a feeling it'll probably be Bryce Young because mm -hmm. of the success they had with Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, so many times, like, look, the Saints have drafted Buckeyes because what Sean Payton and them had success with those guys. So I think it's something similar in that sense. Even though he ended up going to play for Lincoln at Oklahoma, I think a lot of it's coming from the fact that he played under Saban. So remains to be seen. Um, I don't think I would bet the Colts to win the division. I think I would go with Jacksonville next year. I don't know if Tennessee's got a real quarterback scenario. Right. I've never been a Tannehill guy. Uh, so I think if you're the Colts, Houston's going to take a quarterback. If you like somebody, you can give the Bears a great offer. If you're the Bears, you can move down to four. Will Anderson, Jalen Carter could potentially fall in your lap right there. Yeah, it seems like a great a great spot for the Bears if Steichen has a designs on a guy. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned, like, Hurts. Do, do they go for a similar guy? Remember, Shane Steichen, he also thanked this this guy profusely, was Phillip Rivers and the impact that Phillip Rivers had on his career. And he also mentioned Justin Herbert. 
those guys like Philip Rivers could not be more of a polar opposite than a guy like Jalen Hurts. So if I'm a Colts fan today, just today, for the West Reynoldses out there in the world, I got to feel pretty excited. Like this guy's worked with multiple quarterbacks and had success with many different style of NFL quarterback. So I'll be curious, is it a Bryce Young? Is it a C.J. Stroud? Are they going to move up to one to make sure Shane Steichen gets his guy on day one? One other thing I wanted to touch your brain on very quickly, the Ravens have hired former Georgia O.C. Todd Munkin. Munkin yeah. That is a seismic shift as well. And, and very quickly, and maybe if we don't have time to adjust it here, we can do it in the next segment. What, are the, what does this do for the Ravens offense? And Lamar Jackson, speaking of quarterback coach, and getting a new system coming in from Georgia now to the Baltimore Ravens. You know, I, I don't know if it's that much of an upgrade. Remember, he has been in the league with Tampa and the Browns as an offensive coordinator. I think it's very difficult to gauge success at the collegiate level when your players are just better than everybody. I, I'll tell you right now, you have to go back to Miami in 2000 when, or 2001 when they had Jeremy Shockey and Kellen Winslow Jr. as their two tight ends to recall having two better tight ends at the collegiate level on the same roster with Darnell Washington and then the great Barack Bowers. That, that is a great point, though. Like, if Monken gets success and credit for it in Georgia, great. But now you go where everybody has talent. Yeah. Everybody's a pro. So now is your scheme good enough? Yeah. And this is an interesting hire for me, for, for John Harbaugh, to, to bring in Monken now and say, okay, you got the great eight. We assume they're going to have Lamar Jackson, and they'll get that contract worked out. Because right now, technically – if Lamar wanted to go, he could go, but I, I don't think he'll be leaving Charm City anytime soon. I tend to agree with you. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about that situation. All right, that and also some college basketball to get to. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. -O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down the brackets, best bets, and daily props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN slash subscribe back alongside of Marshall Dave Ross here a lot of NFL news here we are what not even 48 hours removed yep. from the end of the uh, NFL season Shane Steichen now the new head man in Indianapolis that was official this morning Todd Munkin is taking over as the Baltimore Ravens OC we were talking a little bit about it the Ravens right now 12 to 1 to win the AFC next year mm-hmm. you and I liked them at the beginning of this year and then the same thing happened that happened the year before Lamar Jackson gets injured Week to week, that became week to never playing again for the regular season, which was bizarre kind of when you look back again the second year in a row. If you remember two years ago, they were 8-3. and three. Lamar goes out. They missed the postseason from going from first place. Similar situation this year. Once Lamar goes out, the season feels like it's, it's over. They did get to the postseason. They did play hard against the, the uh, Bengals in that first round. Now Todd comes in from Georgia. Yep. What do you make of Monken and, and what he will bring to that Ravens offense? That Could it look differently from what we've seen the last couple of years? Uh, it would be interesting. The key is, can Lamar Jackson throw the ball with accuracy? The good thing with, for Todd Monken is he's going to have quarterbacks that are the same age for consecutive years, Stetson Bennett. And now Lamar Jackson. I mean, I mean Lamar's only 26. That's in Bennett's oh, right man, around there. Oh, man, take a look at my life. <laughs> I mean, you know, so from that standpoint, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I think he'd like to eventually be a head coach. And anybody that's coached at the NFL level, he's been an assistant for a long time, going on 30-plus years. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that's been a, been a coach at the NFL level wants to return there because I think it's recruiting. 
that drives people away from the collegiate coaching. Just the grind. It's it's so much. It's constant. It's, it's almost, you know, nine, ten months of the year. I mean, if not all year round. So in that sense, it's really challenging. But um, it, it's going to be interesting for me to see how Lamar Jackson's able to perform with Monk. And I thought he did a really nice job. I thought Georgia was a little bit buoyed at the wide receiver position. Still won a national title. Their best receiver transferred to Alabama. Didn't have a great year, Jermaine Burton. Uh, but McConkey was Lad McConkey was solid. This is a uh, interesting team, so should be a lot of fun to see what happens there. And, and by the way, you know we were talking during the commercial about Steichen being a UNLV guy. Just want to clarify for the record, I do pull for the Scarlet and Gray, two of them, UNLV and Ohio State, of course. Those are the the, the two. So yeah. a lot of UNLV connections today. Speaking of Las Vegas, yeah. by the time this show ends today, Derek Carr will be a freed man. Okay, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent once the Raiders do, in fact, cut him. Now, they have to get this done, tick, 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 in an, about an hour and 40 minutes as we speak right now. Because if he was still on the roster at that point, there would be a, 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 huge, uh, a, a huge contract that would, that would basically make the Raiders accountable that they don't want to pay because they have no designs. I don't believe there's any designs of – of having Derek Carr one on the roster and two trading him because Derek has said, you know what? I, I got a no trade clause and I'm not going to help you guys out. I'm playing hardball. If you don't want me to be the quarterback anymore, cut me and I'm gone and I will not be in Las Vegas. He's making this perfectly clear over the days leading up to the Super Bowl and Super Bowl weekend, et cetera, et cetera. So how excited are you excited right now for the, now you're losing out on all that money that the Raiders were guaranteed to pay you once right. they do cut you. So if you're Derek Carr right now, because we're hearing reports that once the clock hits 4 o'clock in the East Coast, teams will be calling Derek Carr and his agent ASAP. I'll tell you right now, he's a far upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. You give me Derek Carr, and I'm not a big Derek Carr proponent, but you put Derek Carr in San Francisco, I'll take it all day, every day. Whoa, that's where you're connecting dots? I'm just saying it's an opportunity you can win with him. He's, he doesn't have to be great, but you've got playmakers there. He can throw the ball with much greater accuracy. All I know is this. Patrick Mahomes would have won his first Super Bowl if Derek Carr was the quarterback instead of Jimmy Garoppolo on that throw to Emmanuel Sanders. I think Derek Carr could have made that throw. Now, if it, you're, the reports were that New Orleans was hot on the, on the, on the track of Derek Carr. Right. Now, I, I can connect some dots here with Dennis Allen, obviously his days with the Raiders, right? Yeah. And so that would make some sense. Was this Derek Carr saying to Dennis Allen – don't trade for me. Don't waste your 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 draft picks. I'll go ahead and just call me up at four o'clock Eastern time come Tuesday, and we could still work something out. They get to pay me. You're gonna. I'm gonna recoup my money that I'm gonna lose by the Raiders cutting me. But at least you're not gonna have to waste picks. Could that be an internal conversation that's going on? Possibly. I, I think it's something you have to think about. I mean, when you're making this decision, you know, I think this guy's good enough in an established team. Look. I don't believe the Jets win with him. Ooh. Well, and that's what I want to get to them all. I, I look for this is for, for the Super Bowl next right. year. Okay. The Jets are 28 to 1. The Raiders are 40 to 1. The Saints right now, I got to keep going down, down, down the board until I find New Orleans. They're 50 to 1. So what, what we're trying to do here, people, is if you really think you have a read on where Dar Derek Carr can go, one, the number will get shorted wherever he becomes a starting quarterback, whether it's New York whether it's New Orleans, San Francisco would be interesting because I don't know if it would move a whole lot from eight to one right now if it is, in fact, Derek Carr that, that goes to San Fran. Would it move your meter 
if you will, on a Saints, on a Jets, is there a team out there that you go, you know what, it would be worth it right now because Derek Carr would be that upgrade and give me a chance to potentially win, win a conference? Great question, Dave, and I'll tell you what, this is interesting to me. I think the Saints and the Jets probably defensively are comparable. Yeah. But I think because the Saints are in such an easier division Ooh. that it makes a difference if he goes to New Orleans, whereas I look at it if he goes to the Jets – You've got Josh Allen, you've got Miami, you've got uh, the rest of the AFC to contend with. In the NFC, if they went 11-6, and six, they win their division, they're potentially looking at being the third team in the conference, and then you've got an opportunity. I think the AFC is so much stronger at the top compared to the NFC right now. 50-1 to one again for the Saints to win the Super Bowl, 22-1 to one to win the NFC. So if Derek Carr theoretically went to the Saints, and again, the only reason why I bring that up is because if you remember last week, the Saints asked permission from the Raiders to try to work out a deal for Derek Carr. And then Derek came in and said, blocking it, X marks the, the box, right? Yeah. Hollywood Squares, we're, we're breaking this thing up. I will not accept a trade. And I just wonder if... Again, because I have an affinity for you, Amal, from our time together in X place, that he called Dennis Allen and said, dude, don't waste the equity. I completely agree with you. And that's what my thing is, right? He could still wind up with the Saints. Right. Why, why give away draft picks for a team that you're coming into? You'd rather build through the draft. You have an opportunity. Uh, that, that's absolutely a prudent move on his part. So, again, I'm not saying that this is where he's going to end up. But if you, wanted to, if you really are trying to get ahead of the, the numbers in the market – they're going to get shorted if Derek Carr does sign today with the Saints. And i got to be honest with you, by the time we do this show tomorrow, I'd be stunned if Derek Carr doesn't have a new home. I would be kind of surprised, actually, because it sounds like everybody's got ducks in the row. They've got these – the phone's going to be on blast here for Derek Carr and his agent. Remember, there's no tampering, right? I was in D.C. when Albert Hainsworth struck a deal at 12.01 – don't tell me that the then Redskins made a deal in one minute. Those things get done, wink, wink, before the witching hour. So I'd be surprised if these calls and conversations had not already happened with Derek Carr and his representatives. Just gut feel. Where do you think he goes? See, the commanders would be interesting to me. Because if you look at the NFC, and I do think if Derek Carr is smart, he leaves the conference and goes, why do I want to compete with all these killers in the AFC? with the Justin Herberts and the Patrick Mahomeses and the Josh Allens of the world and the Joe Burrows of the world. I mean, that's a, a virtual who's who and Lamar Jackson if he stays in Baltimore, another former MVP. Let me go to the NFC. Because if you're telling me that Jalen Hurts is the best, and some are making that argument today, that he's the best quarterback in the conference, okay, great. I can compete with that. I can compete with Dak Prescott. I can compete with the Jared Goffs of the world. I can compete with old man Rodgers now, right? Brady's gone. Like, to me, the NFC, if I'm a Derek Carr, I can go there and I got a shot to win that conference year one, whether it's the Commanders 30-1 to one to win the, the conference with a good defense. The Saints, we talked about, at 22-1. to one. You know, the, the Panthers at 22-1. At to one. There are some ready-made defenses in this conference that they're lacking a quarterback. No question about it, but I don't think if you're a professional athlete, you're thinking about it that way, right? No, no. Even, even – but, but I'm thinking, like, if you're thinking about, I want to win. And, man, I've been in this conference with Patrick Mahomes, in this division. With Patrick Mahomes, I'm getting my, you know what, every week I'm getting destroyed. And every year, because I, we can't beat Patrick Mahomes. Well, I, and the I, Chiefs have won the division. Every year that Derek Carr has been the starting quarterback in, in Las Vegas. Why do I want to keep doing this? I, I, listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. I remember Deshaun Kaiser told us how great he was going to be. 
I don't know what the hell Deshaun Kaiser's doing these days, but I know he's not throwing balls in the league anymore. Right. Um, but I, I'm with you. I think New Orleans would be an ideal place. You've got some decent talent at receiver. Uh, I think the Jets, you know, Derek Carr around here, the reputation is a great guy mm -hmm. in the Las Vegas community. I just don't know if he'd necessarily be a fit. He's from Fresno, played collegiately at Fresno. Vegas is a smaller market to go to the Big Apple. I don't know if that would be something he'd want to do. Uh, you mentioned, uh, obviously, Washington. Commander, I, 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 I don't Commanders, know. Panthers, and Saints would be in play. I don't think the Panthers are good enough to win anything. Yeah. I think that these other two teams have enough talent, especially Washington and wide receiver. If I'm a quarterback, I want to play there. Keep your phone on, Derek. It's going to be buzzing here soon. Come on back. Big bets here on Visa. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. And buy it today. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling on with Amal Shaw here on Big Bets on Beeston. We're talking about the quarterback situation. Derek Carr is going to be a free agent. Uh, Shane Steichen, the new head man down there in Indianapolis. One other interesting piece of information is Aaron Rodgers made a whole big deal about his darkness retreat. Four days in the dark. He's going to go there and take some time and figure out where he's going to end up. He um, hasn't done that yet. He's, he was on Pat McAfee today. And I, th I thought, wait a minute, Aaron, didn't you tell us all that, like, this is your time to just kind of, like, hello, the clock is ticking for teams. Like, if you're the Packers and if you're, you know, Brian Gutekunst and you're the, the GM, like, what are you going to decide, Aaron? Like, holding hostage, I think, is a bit extreme of a term that we use in sports. Like, you know, Brett Favre held him hostage. Rodgers holding him No, it's just they'd like to know sooner than later so they can make their free agency plans, so they can certainly plan for the draft, which is coming up in April. What do you make of this whole Rodgers four days of darkness, which I know you could not do? I don't know if I could do it. Like, I don't even know what it looks like for Aaron. But he's such a, to use a term from uh, Shawshank, he's very obtuse. <laughs> so I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is really going to do for these four days of darkness. You're being obtuse. Such a, it's my favorite movie of all such time. A, such a great line in that movie. Uh, first of all, actually, the I disagree with you. The Packers can't move the clock fast enough because Aaron Rodgers will not get traded before June 1st. If he gets traded before June 1st, the hit for the Packers is $40 million on the cap. If he gets traded after June 1st, it's $15 million. So he's not going anywhere until June 1st. There should be no conversations on this guy until around May 30th, 31st. So they, they're saying take it, don't make it four days. Make it uh, two months. Take as long as long as you want. Give give him the full thirty one in March and May. That's sixty two plus nine at thirty for April. Give him ninety two. Hell, take another fourteen in this month. Give, take your hundred and six days, buddy. We'll see you then. Packers, by the way, eleven to one to win the NFC next year. It, does it though change their plans for the draft? Because no. again, we're playing we're playing dominoes or we're playing you know we're trying to leapfrog some maybe in checkers. Like if he's leaving. Or you know that we're going to try to trade him. Man, other teams, whoever that other team would be, that really does kind of free agency, draft, everything gets thrown out of whack. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I'll tell you one thing I would do if I were the Packers. And this is where I think these teams make a huge mistake. 
I would go to Aaron Rodgers, and depending on if he's got a no trade or not. I don't know the deals of his contract, whether he has that or not. If he if he doesn't have a scenario where he can uh, reject or, or avoid any trades, I'd go to him and say, look, give us a concrete decision. A, do you want to be here? B, are you playing? If you're if not, and then if he gives you a difficult time, I would trade him to a place like the Houston Texans or a team that you know can't win. I mean, this is unbelievable. How long are you going to continue to be held uh, – basically at gunpoint right. by Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't like that analogy because, unfortunately, people face difficult situations and, and don't want to compare it to but something in, our in a trade. sports parlance. Uh, yeah, right. exactly. But at some point in time, you got to say, dude, listen, you've won one Super Bowl. You're a great talent, but you're an overrated prick. I mean, come on, give me a break. I mean, how often can this guy sit here and just continuously he's, – he's like a rose, right? You see in a rose. Got Be thorns. careful. They got thorns. You might get pricked. And that's what this guy's. He's been a problem for the Packers. We got super fan right here. Mr. Aaron Rodgers, super fan right here. Green Bay Packer, UNLV buddy. Look, Your thoughts? Look, Aaron Rodgers can take, what was it, till June 1st. It'll still be a month later than what Brett Favre would give the Packers their answer. They have to go to the woods in Mississippi to figure out if he was going to play. So Aaron, Aaron's going to come up with a decision in, in March. We're fine. Green Bay fans but, are fine. It, it, you know, if, if they trade Rodgers, all right. We've moved on to Jordan Love. If not, let's see if Aaron's going to take a pay cut. How are they going to kind of reload this team? Pay cut? Oh, yeah. You think he, Aaron Rodgers? He just yeah. got the deal last he's, year. He's, he's, he, did, he's, he did say on McAfee's show that if he does come back, he, he realizes that he's going to have to restructure his deal to keep some players that he wow. wants. Wow. You should nickname them the Rose. Very prickly. Uh, Every but, Rose. By, by, by the way, did, did anyone find the embezzled money down in Mississippi? No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. Not yet. I wasn't There's sure. Some that's, that's Vikings, Brett Favre. Not, not Green Bay. But you know what's – uh, and again, just as an aside, the one thing that I think in the history of, of football and some of these decisions we're talking about with, with Favre back in the day and now with Rodgers with Green Bay, like what's good for the organization, what's good for the player? Do they owe the organization anything? The one thing historically that I think has been overlooked, I, I've, I've met Andrew Luck back in the day. I have nothing but nice things to say about him. He's an interesting guy. I thought he did the Colts a terrible disservice when he basically retired during the preseason. Do you remember that? We're talking about, you know, May or for, for, for the draft or what's the right thing for the organization. I mean, he quit on his guys right before the season was ready to begin. So short of that, I think we can spare the Aaron Rodgers is, is killing this organization and far, like they still at least had a couple months with Favre to kind of figure these things out and or Rodgers. I mean, Andrew Luck did it, I believe, at halftime of a preseason game. That's insanity, all, And it just somehow gets forgotten in the history of quarterbacks walking out or changing their mind at the last second. I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, the one thing I will give Luck the benefit of the doubt, I don't know if it was completely a situation where something transpired with his health, but I, I tend to agree with you. Guys sometimes waiting. Look, it's and always, they paid him all the money. That's the other part I never understood. What's that? The Colts. Paid him his money. What do you mean they paid him his money? When he retired, whatever he was owed, still, they just, yeah, we're still going to give you the money. I'm like, wow, that's interesting. How do you do that? I, I, I'll tell you this. A friend of mine is is friends with Jim Ursa, and he said he's like one of the most generous people you're ever going to meet in your life. Yeah, but Amal, if you had a contract here and you said, you know what, I'm just not going to do the show tomorrow or ever, and uh, Vison's like, don't worry about it. We're going to pay you everything that we owe you. Like, what? Dave, I don't live in La La Land, so I know that's not happening. <laughs> 
Um, so how does like how does that just go and like wow I I was just I was I, 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 I was still blown away by the circumstance. I'm not saying that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Wait to the preseason and walk away from the game. But we did see a not so you know yeah, but, but distant to, example to, of that exact thing happening. Look, look, I think there's enough time between the end of the season, even if a team plays in the Super Bowl in the draft, and you say to the team, you go, look, I need an April first deadline. That's plenty of time. Most team season is ending in January, right? There's only two teams whose season goes into February. Yep, and in that scenario, you say, look, if you don't make a decision by April 1st, we're going to proceed however we want to proceed. And if that means we ship you off to Siberia, so be it. The Packers at 11-1 to win the NFC. Mm-hmm. If, as Wyatt says, this team will rally around Jordan Love. And they won't play great football, but go ahead. Where does that number go if Rodgers is not? If Rodgers is traded and or on this retreat has some moment of clarity and says, you know what, football is not for me anymore, where does that number go? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Our board's got, I think, about 12 teams on here or maybe 10. Mm-hmm. It's not on. They're not on the board. I mean, they are off the, the board. Yes. Let's be honest. I don't know what Jordan Love's going to become, but there's no way they're even remotely a playable number or team with young receivers, and now it would be, what, Jordan Love going into his fourth year? I believe this is year four already. I mean, time flies. It's fast. And all of a sudden, four years for a guy that was a, a first-round pick. Think, think about Jordan Love. He got three years of getting paid, uh, first-round money, didn't take a hit and played in the NFL. This guy's getting closer to a pension. Whether he can play or not, we don't even know. He's going he's to gonna Chase collect, da- the Chase Daniel routine. Yeah, he's collecting four years' worth of league money. I mean, this is fantastic. Where do you sign up for this? It's a great gig because, again, sometimes the best uh, the best unknown is not being known. Like, don't let me see that you can't play. Let's keep thinking like like Wyatt said, well, Jordan Love. Like, we don't know. Everybody thinks they know. They have no idea until this guy takes live football bullets in there and we'll figure out if he's really ready for the action. But until then, he just keeps collecting checks and holding the clipboard. And, yeah, everything's good because I'm not, I'm not proving to you that I can't play. I mean, Chase Daniel, think about this. He was on an active roster this year with the Chargers, and then he was also doing studio work during the work weeks with the NFL Network. I was like, wait, did he retire? No, collecting a couple checks. Like he, must be the guys- great, he must be the greatest guy in the world because he really can't play football, but he's on the roster every year. Every year. So sometimes, man, the, the one thing you don't want it to get figured out, that I cannot handle the well, responsibility. I sit there and some of these backups, when they come in, I'm like, it's not good for them. Because now people didn't know he couldn't play. You get exposed. Now you've confirmed he can't play. Totally. So, again, if Jordan Love is plan B, which he clearly would be for the Packers, I'm just curious what these internal conversations look like with Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunst. Because those are the guys that are going to be left – you know, picking up the pieces, if 12 goes to this four-day retreat, which he says he's going to do, I believe, this week, and then walks out of there and says, you know what? I'm done. Football is no longer in my – I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Aaron because he's a different cat. If Rodgers returns, can they win the NFC? I think so, yeah. Wow. I think if Rodgers does the pay deal right, I think they they could. They're somewhere in between last year and two years ago. I don't think they're that bad. They did get a lot better offensively towards the end of the year. Really, the big concern is defense. They're very inconsistent. Remember, they're they're 11-1 to win the NFC. The Rams, who won the Super Bowl last year, 20-1. And they're getting Matthew Stafford back. That's amazing. Those different numbers. Talk about a guy who's not going to retire. Let's talk a little college basketball next here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. 
sports fans, now that the football season is over, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you cover for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Saturday hockey, same game parlay, bet and get, weekly pro basketball, bet and get, and much more. Check out betrivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new game. Back alongside the Marshall, Dave Ross here. Hey, problem still here in Las Vegas with William Hill. And their app, which has been down since the second quarter of the Super Bowl. I know that I, Wyatt, and Sean, we've all got uh, money in there. We don't know exactly how much right now because the app has been down. Have you ever seen a situation like this that here we are on a Tuesday over, you know, 48 hours removed and uh, no answers from a major company, that one that claims to be America's number one sports book. If you're William Hill, and I know that I got the – the, the, the form letter today from the, the company, David, we're working on this to rectify the situation. Uh, this is getting a little bit dicey once you get into a Tuesday and people are still going, hey, where's access to my money and my account? Well, that's part of the problem, right? They took the time to personalize the email to you instead they should have been working on the app. No, I'm kidding. But uh, uh, all I'm saying, yeah, you know, I've never seen anything like it. Hopefully it gets rectified shortly. Yeah, so again, I know everybody out there asking questions. I get them on Twitter and elsewhere. We don't have the answers. All I would say is uh, go easy on the ticket counters because uh, they really they don't have any say in this whatsoever. And I spoke to a couple of them personally, and I feel bad for them being caught in that situation. But hopefully, William Hill, you're getting this stuff figured out sooner rather than later. Let's get to college basketball uh, and what you see on the docket today. We'll start off with Mizzou and right now going to the Plains to take on Auburn or Eagle. Boy, what's happened to them? in this kind of second half as we get ready and closer and closer to conference play. Land six and a half, two unranked teams here, high total of 151 and a half. Yeah, it should be a high-scoring game. Both teams are more than happy to get up and down the floor. Uh, this Auburn team coming off the home loss against Alabama over the weekend and previous to that against Texas A&M on the road. So good opportunity to bounce back. Missouri with a great, great win at Rocky Top on Saturday, hitting the three-pointer at the end of the game there. Uh, big uh, error by Tennessee late in that game on a lane violation. I don't believe if it's a missed shot that Missouri would have had enough time to collect, gather, and get down there and get a good look. But Dennis Gates' team has played well this year. Good opportunity for them on the road here. Uh, tricky number, Dave. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the over in this one a little bit more uh, than I do the side here. And if in terms of the side, I think Auburn at home should have a good opportunity, but I'm not going to play this one. This is not – this six and a half to me is not the same scenario as Baylor against – country road yesterday when they blew out West Virginia. Yeah, a good call there uh, as well. So, again, when you look at these two teams, I'm trying to look at uh, very quickly, are, are we locked in? Obviously, Auburn feels like they're a lock. Missouri for the tournament? Or is this one of those games that you think they got to get on the road? Well, I think it would help them. But I tell you what, I think Missouri should be in. The problem is in league play, they're in seventh place right now. Yep. I think this league is the second-best league in the country. And when you look overall at the top, you've got some really competitive teams. You have the number-one-ranked team in the country – You've got also Tennessee, who's a top 10 level team. Um, you know, AM is, they hit a skid early in the season, and Buzz's team is playing extremely well, 10 and 2 in league play. Auburn and Kentucky both 7 and 5, Gators yep. at 6 and 6, and Missouri at 6 and 5, 7 and 5 as well. All right, so maybe a lean towards that over here, 151 and a half, uh, and avoid that, that, uh, that side there right now with Auburn lane 6 and a half. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the team that everybody loves to talk about, at least on this show. Syracuse. The Orange. Let's go up to go the ahead. Dome. There's no place like Dome. And now they're going to lay just one. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. I know you love this NC State team. 
they're catching a point on the road. What do you make of the Orange? Because, look, if Syracuse is going to have any shot at an at-large, if they can't win the ACC tournament, they better get this one tonight. Well, yeah, I want to amend one statement. I don't love the NC State team. I like them. Love would be Arizona, ah. UConn, who's struggling, and, of course, Houston. But uh, that's another story. Well, we're talking about a ranked, a ranked team they all are of playing a sudden, well. They right? are playing very well, and they're scoring the basketball. I played this game over mm. 148 and a half. You know, it's funny. The last two games we talked about have been totals, but – I thought this number was a little bit short. Syracuse is more than happy to get up and down. NC State will play with anybody's pace and tempo. They're more than happy to go on, you know, just get up and down as yeah. well. I think it'll be a higher scoring game. I think we'll get into the 150s, 140 and a half right now. Tough for me to call from a side standpoint. Is this a very simple game? NC State knocks down threes. They go into the dome and they win the game. They don't. Syracuse wins this game at home. Uh, by the way, I love that that when you're looking at, at at some sides here, excuse me, at some totals rather than sides. Uh, first two game leans towards those over in the Mizzou and Auburn game, and now NC State Syracuse. So we're just trying to find where we think the better of the number is, and I think Amal, you, you've realized that those are better than playing those sides, play those totals. Kansas on the road, the best conference in college basketball is the Big 12. I don't think anybody's debating that these days. Oklahoma State can be a tricky place to play. Look at that number. People are going to go, wow, top five team, reigning, defending, national champions. I only have to lay. I got to win by a bucket. Uh, what's not to like? Should there be danger right now if you're backing KU in the road? Absolutely. Oklahoma State on December 31st lost a game, I think, 69-67 or 67-65 mm -hmm. against Kansas at the Fog. They were up big at the break. The one thing that Oklahoma State has is tremendous length defensively. They're among the top ten in blocking shots in college basketball. It's going to present some real challenges. And one other thing to keep in mind for people that are unaware, Bill Self played at Oklahoma State, mm -hmm. coached at Oklahoma State, and left to go to KU. And I tell you right now, people in Stillwater have never forgiven or forgotten that. That's true. And Oklahoma State at Gallagher Ive was always a tough out. This is a good team. They're just in such a ridiculous league. And by the way, one other thing, keep in mind, Cowpokes have won five in a row. Yeah. Playing good basketball. Boyden's team is really making a push for the NCAA tournament. I mean, you win at Ames, okay? Hilton Magic is always something that comes into play, it seems like. You blow out Oklahoma against your rival in a wire-to-wire -wire job. You beat TCU in a comfortable win. You beat Texas Tech. This is a good basketball team. Make no mistake about it. Um, I, I think it's going to be a tough, tough spot for the Jayhawks tonight. I'm not saying they don't win this basketball game. I'm, I'm going to look for an in-play opportunity here, but I, I think the Cowpokes come to play here. They'll be ready for this game tonight. They, they let that game slip away last time at the Fog. Missed opportunity, revenge spot for Oklahoma State. It feels like they're already in right now, Oklahoma State, but, boy, they just kind of stamp of approval if they win this one tonight against Rock Chalk. I would agree with you, especially getting that road win at Iowa State last weekend yeah. is a tremendous win. Uh, you, you know, if they're able to finish out strong here, they, they've got still at TCU without Miles is big right now because he's the second leading scorer in the Big 12. He's dealing with a hyperextended knee. You go to Morgantown, which will not be easy. Then you've got a tough game with K-State. This, this is so ridiculous in this league, okay? <laughs> Iowa State last weekend, Kansas at TCU, at West Virginia, Kansas State, Baylor, and then, oh, by the way, Texas, Texas Tech last night beat the number five team in the country in a comfortable win. Uh, even though it got tight late, yep. Red Raiders were in control of that game. That, that's a good, By the way, the, the Big 12, which is only comprised of 10 teams, yeah. uh, is by, I mean, how many are they going to get in? Are we going to get in? Eight should get in. Eight of the Big 10 slash Big, 12. Yes. And then that's amazing. First of all, we got to switch the name. Like, we can't be called the Big 12, and I know you already have your graphics. And all, but you only have 10 teams in the conference. So, like, we can't do that stuff. 
But but here's the other thing. If Texas Tech can get on a run here right now. No way. Well, look, they've got, at, they're at uh, the Mounties on Saturday. That'll be a tough road game. That'll be a tough spot to win. At Oklahoma, they can win. TCU at KU and Oklahoma State. I'm not saying they went out. Mm-hmm. But this team should have won in Austin. They were dominant in that basketball game. Ended up kind of letting Texas back in that one late. Guns up, had that great comfort behind win, 22 points down against Iowa State. Amazing. Uh, so I'm, I'm not discounting them. And then the Big 12 tournament this year, I, I where's this thing? I think it's at T-Mobile in, in uh, Kansas City. Uh, but it's going to be wide open. Any team that's Imagine. sitting at 6-1, great shot or better to win this league tournament. Wow. So you could be looking at potentially nine teams if Texas Tech gets on an amazing run. Uh, we'll find out about the Mountaineers, by the way. They're 4-9 in conference play, but 15-11 overall. Stay in the conference. Let's get to Porter Moser. You know, I have an affinity for Porter from our Chicago days together. Uh, Struggle City right now. They've lost four in a row here. Uh, They're only 2-10 and in the conference. And then they get K-State. Well, look at the number. (laughs) It tells you how hard it is to win on the road in this league, right? So we got a pick-em scenario for the number 12 team in the country against a team with only two wins in conference. Well, I can tell you one thing. If you're anybody that watched that Kansas State-Texas Tech game the other Mm -hmm. day, it was an absolute embarrassment in terms of how Jerome Tang's team played on the offensive end. Dave, they were in this basketball game despite the fact that they turned the basketball over 23 times. Whoa. I mean, they lost by eight. That wasn't really indicative of the final score because it was a one-possession game with about two minutes to go. Uh, really should have done a better job. Oklahoma, on the other hand, got blown out at home by Kansas. They were up early, and then KU just pulls away. Uh, in this particular game, I expect to see a much better effort out of Porter Moser's team. But if you're Kansas State, got to take care of the basketball. Marquise Noel had seven turnovers in that game. Keontae Johnson had five. Those two guys combined for half the turnovers with 12. Um, I didn't play this game. This is an interesting one. Grant Shurfield's got to play well for the Cowboys. Tonight. I'm sorry, for the uh, Sooners tonight if they're going to win this one. All right, so again, just shows you how tricky it is in this conference night in, night out to try to win on the road. Yeah, I don't have a problem if you take Kansas State here. On the road, I'm not generally a road guy, but I think uh, the little Apple guys can win it. All right, when, when we come back, Jonathan Davis is going to join us from SiriusXM to talk all things puck. That's next here on Big Bets. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.